welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another faith-building message by Pastor David Entry. Faith comes by hearing and by hearing the Word of God. May your knowledge of Jesus Christ increase as you listen. Be blessed. Look, let's look at Luke chapter 24, verse 1. Now on the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they and certain other women with them came to the tomb bringing the spices which they had prepared. But they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. Then they went in and did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. And it happened as they were greatly perplexed about this, that behold, two men stood by them in white, sorry, in shining garments. Then as they were afraid and bowed their faces to the earth, they said to them, Why do you seek the living amongst the dead? He is not here. He is risen. He is not here. He is risen. He is not here. He is risen. Every other person who died remained in the grave. But there's only one. There's only one. Now, when we talk about the resurrection, we are not talking about he, he dying and just resurrecting. He, because Jesus Christ was not the only one who was resurrected in the Bible. Even before Jesus showed up, Elisha brought the widow's, the, the widow's son to life. He was resurrected. Peter resurrected someone called um, Dorcas. Paul was preaching. Someone fell asleep. He died. He resurrected him. Jesus Christ resurrected the widow's son and the, the widow of Nain resurrected his son. Jesus Christ resurrected Lazarus from the dead. So there are several people who, re, who were, were raised back from dead to life. But the interesting thing about Jesus' resurrection is not that just a resurrection because all those other guys still died. Right? So they were just resurrected just to demonstrate God's power and God's miraculous working influence. So the seven resurrections recorded in the scriptures apart from Jesus' resurrection. But all those other guys died. But Jesus, he didn't just resurrect, he defied death. That, that's, a, that's a whole different story. He overcame death. He broke the power of death. So he, he, not to die again, he lived forever. And to introduce us to us the power of life. That is why called uh, Ephesians, or oh, sorry, First Corinthians talks about, oh, death, where, where is your power? The death of, of the, the, the power of death is thing. And God has dealt with power, the power of death. Now, so he said he's not here, he's risen. Verse 7, the angel told them, remember how he spoke to you when he was still in Galilee, saying, the son of man must be delivered into, into the hands of sinful men and be crucified and the third day raised again. And they remembered his words. Then they returned from the tomb and told all these things to the eleven and to all the rest. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of J- James, and the other woman, the other women with them, who told these things to the apostles. And their words seemed like idle tales, and they did not believe them. The apostles didn't believe that Jesus was resurrected. They didn't believe when they were told. Even though Jesus told them that I'll come back. I'm going and I'll come back. Now, 
But verse 12, but Peter arose and arose and ran to the tomb, and stooping down, he saw the linen cloth lying by themselves. And he departed, marveling to himself at what had happened. He went to the tomb and he witnessed that the tomb was empty. There was nobody there because death could not hold him. Now, that was the resurrection account in the, um, in the Gospels. Then the, the resurrection was the, the main message of the early apostles and the church is the resurrection. The cross, we understand what the cross does for us, but the cross gets its meaning from the resurrection. So they spoke about the resurrection wherever, wherever they were. In Acts chapter 2, verse 22, let's have a look at that. In Acts chapter 2, verse 22, this is the apostles talking, particularly Peter. He said, Men of Israel, hear these words Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested by God to you by miracles, wonders, and signs, which God did through him in your midst, as you yourselves also know. Him being delivered by the, by the determined purpose and foreknowledge of God, you have taken by lawless hands, have crucified and put to death, whom God raised up, having loosed the pains of death, because it was not possible that he should be held by death. It was not possible that the Lord of glory, the God of creation, should be held by death. That was the message they were preaching. In Acts chapter 3 verse 13, it says that the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our fathers, glorified his servant Jesus, whom you delivered up, and denied in the presence of Pilate when he was determined to let him go. But you denied the Holy One and the Just One and asked for a murderer to be granted to you. And he and, and killed the Prince of Life, whom God raised from the dead. Amen. Whom God raised from the dead. Amen. Of which we are what? Of which we are what? Now, that was the message of the early church. And that, is the, that should remain the message of the church. We are witnesses of the resurrection. We are witnesses of the fact that he's alive. He's alive. He's alive. He's alive. He's alive. Hebrew talks about we have a high priest who ever liveth. He lives forevermore to make intercession on our behalf because he died for us. And in the book of Acts chapter 4, verse 10. Acts chapter 4, verse 10. This is a very interesting story. The, the disciples went into the temple and they found a man. They were, as they were entering the temple, they, there was a man who was sitting in the, at, the, at the gate of the temple begging for alms. And they saw him. He got their attention. They got his attention. And they told him that you, you are not supposed to be here. We can heal you. They got him healed. And it's, there was, it's, it created a stir in, in the whole um, vicinity and in the temple. And the chief priests were very upset. Why should you heal somebody? Why should you heal? And then they told, the, uh, when they were questioned, they were arrested and interrogated, they told them that 
Faith in the name of Jesus is what has made this man healed. Let's look at verse 10 again. Acts chapter 4, verse 10. It says, um, Acts chapter 4, verse 10 said, Let it be known to you, to you all, and to all people of Israel, that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, by him, this man stands before, stands here before you whole, by him. The same person you guys crucified, who God raised from the dead. Now, the, the, the Sahindrin and the chief priests, they didn't want to hear about Jesus. And so you know what? Even though what was done was so notable, they couldn't deny it because everyone who, who used to go to the temple knew that man. The man was like an icon in front of, at the gate of the temple. So everyone knew him. And the apostles went after the, the, the death and resurrection of Christ, they went and got this guy healed. And they were questioned for healing this man. And they told, they told the, um, the apostles or the disciples, told the elders that it is the name of Jesus, faith in the name of Jesus, whom you crucified by God raised back from the dead, that has made this man whole. And you know what? They threatened them in verse 17. Verse 17, the, the guys were worried about his name. They said that this thing is so notable, we can't do anything about that. But so that it spreads no further amongst the people, let us severely threaten them that from now on they speak, no, uh, they speak to no man in this name. See, their problem was the name. Say the name. The name. Say the name. the name. Bible says that at the name Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. Somebody say, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Shout, Jesus is Lord. They were afraid of the name. So they threatened them that stop preaching in this name. They didn't say stop healing. They said the name. We don't like the name. Stop it. But they, whilst they were reporting to them, they said that this man God raised. See, the, the point of their confidence was the resurrection. Because Paul says that if Jesus did not resurrect, we of all men will be very miserable. We'll be very miserable. But I have good news for you. Yes. I said I have good news for you. Yes. For death could not hold him captive. Even in the grave, he is Lord. Somebody say Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Shout my Jesus is Lord. My Jesus is Lord. I find it, and they, they persecuted the church. As the church is being persecuted, Jesus said something, and it's in the scripture. Jesus said that, you see, a servant is not greater than his master. If the world hated me, they will hate you. So let's not try to make everybody like us, everybody like church, everybody like our Christ. Have you realized that you can, you can say you belong to any religion or anything, and it's kind of okay until you say you are a proper Christian? Yes. They don't like it. Let alone you go and mention the name of Jesus. They don't like it. They don't like it. Because why? We are a threat to hell. And you see, what you have to understand is what is going on is not just the human beings. There is a, a, a chief wicked evil spirit, the devil, working behind. So they, they will instigate. Now, when Jesus was being crucified, if you watch that movie, you could see that the devil was always there. He was behind the scenes. He was behind the scenes. From Judas, after Judas betrayed him, he realized that no, I shouldn't have done that. Something came upon him. He did it. The, the chief priest, 
Pilate couldn't understand. Why do you want to kill this guy? He said like the guys were so obsessed with the guy, with Jesus' death. They want him to die. You can punish him. You can do anything. We need him to die. You cannot just punish him. Let him, let him die. And Pilate couldn't understand. Pilate said, this man is faultless. Even the criminals who died with him. One of them said, we, we, I, I deserve what I'm getting. But this man is innocent. Everybody knew he was innocent. Yet, there was a wicked man. Have you realized that how our world, our leaders, they know the church can do a lot good. Yes. They know it. Yes. They know it. Yes. This whole, I keep saying, this whole issue about atheism, I don't believe there is God. It's just so preposterous because there's no way you can argue your way out. There's no way. Because life is a wonder. Life is a wonder. Science cannot explain the wonders of life. The actual wonder. Life is a wonder. Medical science can still not explain the wonder of life. They can't explain healing. There are doctors who don't believe, but they can tell that this is strange. How do you explain that? There's a wonder in life. The more, the more you want to study, the more you come into the reality that there is God. But the, way, the reason why people reject it, Bible says, Jesus said it in John chapter 3, verse, I think verse 18 and 19. Bible says that light has come into the world. But because people love darkness, they don't want the light. So their rejection is not because they don't know. Because Romans chapter 1, verse 18, 19, 20, it says that for all the invisible things of God are clearly seen. Okay, for the, verse 19 and 20, rather, verse 20, put verse 20 on the screen. Okay, for since the creation of this world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen. How do you see them? Being understood by the things that are made. You can't even look at a shoe and tell that there is God. You can look at your makeup, just the makeup and say, wow, there is God. How nice it is to see your baby asleep and look at your baby and say, wow, this is amazing. And look at their little fingers. And look at the way they suck the milk. That's, that's God. You look at your wife asleep and you look at her. And say, there is God. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> There's God. So it's, it's, it's preposterous to say there's no God. Because you can't prove there's no God. No one can prove there's no God. If you tell me there's no God, now you don't have to tell me to prove it. Okay? Because do you know that it's much more difficult to falsify, to create some, to falsify, to, you know, forgery. It's much more difficult to falsify and to sustain it than to um, uphold truth. So, you can tell me there is no God. Prove it! Prove it! But our God is alive. Yeah. Our Jesus is alive. Yeah. I said our Jesus is alive. Yeah. Somebody shout, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Shout again, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. For the last time, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Philippians 2, 8 and 9 says that therefore, because he went to the cross, Philippians 2, 8 and 9, it says that therefore, therefore, being found in appearance of, uh, unto death, verse 9, says that therefore, God also has highly exalted him. Now watch this, this is very interesting. Verse 8 talks about Jesus Christ humbled himself, 
and became obedient to what? The point of death. Even the death on the cross. Did he die? Now, you, look at the next verse. The dead man, next verse. Look at the next verse. Therefore, God has highly exalted who? The dead man? The dead man? Did you see that? God didn't exalt a dead man. He died, but he didn't remain dead. Okay, he resurrected. And because he died, God has highly exalted and given a name that is above all names. That's why they fear the name. That are the name Jesus. Use the name. Use the name. You have the right of attorney to use the name if you're a Christian. Yeah. If you're not a Christian, I'm sorry, babe. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's not about what you chant and what you think. Oh, no, no, no. The reality is that if you're not a Christian, you're not a new creation. Oh, but I'm a Christian. I've been going to Genesis. My, my mother has always been taking... No, 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 no. Excuse me. That's not what you're talking about. That's, 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 that's. So, 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 no. Don't tell me my mom used to take me to church so I'm a Christian. It doesn't happen like that. Oh, if I die, I don't know whether I'll go to heaven or not. That is a sign that you're going to hell. <laughs> you see, our world, they don't want to hear. They say, oh, no, it's not, it's not politically correct. It's biblically correct. If you don't have Jesus, you are going to, you are on M25 of hell. <laughs> you are just going. You are going. You are going. There are all the signs showing that you are heading towards hell. Ah, Pastor, how can you say that? I'm saying that because Jesus said it. Oh, I don't know whether I'll go or not. That means that you are not going. <laughs> because if you are going, you know. How would I know? If you accepted Jesus Christ, you know. You don't accept Jesus Christ by accident. I don't even know if I've written O-level or not. Oh. <laughs> you can't tell me that. <laughs> you can't tell me that. <laughs> you go for an interview. Have you done A levels or O level? I don't even know. <laughs> you think they will say maybe he has done it? No, they know that we are right away because they know you don't know what they are talking about. Because if you have done it, you. <laughs> the police man stops you driving and he said, "Do you have a license?" He said. What was that? Are you are you uh, are you authorized to drive? So yeah yeah oh I'm authorized to drive. Who authorized you? No, my I get, I got all the documents. So you have a license? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a license, you, you you. You see, if you don't have a license, you know. If you don't even insurance, you know you don't. <laughs> not not the ones that they normally they cut it because of non-payment. They didn't tell you, and then you are driving it down. Later you realize that oh they 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 they've cut, they they suspended my insurance. No, talking about if you have not done any insurance, you know. If you don't have driver's license, you know. And if you don't have heavy license, brother, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah! But uh, God is too good to let all of us perish and go to hell. He's too good. That's why he loved the world that he gave Jesus. That whosoever believes in him will, will, will not perish. So that if you don't believe him, you're already perishing. Pastor, how can you say something so mean? I am not being mean. I'm being very nice. The resurrection. Say the resurrection. resurrection. I didn't didn't even know I was going to say these things, but God wanted me to say for somebody. Because please, don't let us deceive ourselves that we know God because I believe the Bible. 
because I believe Jesus died. That, just believing that in itself doesn't matter. Because any, anybody at all can believe it. But committing your life to it is what matters. Because when you commit your life to it, uh, Pastor Wu said something yesterday. He said, after she saw that movie, she was thinking that it would be very unreasonable to say that I will not even take advantage of what God has done for me. Yeah. It's just unreasonable. Say, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Finally, in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 12 to 19, it talks about the resurrection. Now, if Christ is preached that he has been raised from the dead, how do some among you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there, but if there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ is not risen. And if Christ is not risen, then our preaching is empty and your faith is also empty. Wow. Did you see that? Yeah. Say, my faith is not empty. My faith is not empty. Why? Because, because Christ is risen. Say, he's risen. He risen. I like the report of the angels. They say, you are looking for the, the living amongst the dead. No, he's not here. He's risen. He's not here. You're looking at the wrong places. He's not here. All right. So, verse, um, verse 15. Yes, and we have found false witnesses of God because we have testified of God that he raised up Christ, who he did not raise up. If indeed the dead, the dead do not rise. For if the dead do not rise, then Christ is not risen. And if Christ is not risen, your faith is futile. You are still in your sins. Did you see that? Yeah. He, did he die for our sins? Yes. But here he's saying that if he, did not, if he did not rise from the dead, that means that you are still in your sins. But I thought he already died for the sins. No, it is his resurrection that gives that endorsement, it gives value, and it gives validity, credibility to his death. Did you see that? So let me, let me tell you something the world can't stand. The world can't stand the fact that he died and resurrected. Because the resurrection is the testimony of the church. Yes. And is the that is what makes Christianity different from any other religion. Christianity is predicated on the cross and the resurrection. That's all. Without the cross and the resurrection, Christianity is just a mere, ordinary, irresponsible religion. So any, any, any group of Christians who marginalize the cross, who trivialize the resurrection, are making Christianity just an irresponsible dead religion. Because it's the cross that gives us the life. It's the resurrection that gives meaning to Christianity. Say, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. I pray that God will touch your heart. I pray that God will help us to understand this better. Thank you for listening. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Why don't you subscribe to our YouTube channel at Caris Church and subscribe to our podcast so you are always up to date. Be blessed.